0: I'm sure a lot of you out there, when when things go really
1: well, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. The devil, the evil, the demons, they feed off anxiety. And the anxiety is something that's been, it's a lie, which has been instilled into you from previous trauma.
0: I'm, I'm human too. You know, I have rough
1: weeks. I have rough emotional weeks. I have rough mental weeks. And uh, this was one of who deals with depression and anxiety and who has been in an abusive relationship, they can recognize this You can see that in somebody else. Iron sharpens iron, but man sharpens man. Welcome to another episode of Mending Your Life Unapologetically Human. I'm Dan. I'm Brady. What's going on, man? Ah, same shit. Different week. Um, no, I'm lying. There's more shit. There's always more shit. So instead of SOS, it's SDW. Same shit, different week. Oh, Lord, where did you go? Do, do you miss me? There you are. Are we, um, having, are we having issues already? Do we need to start over?
0: No, we don't need to start over. Shut up.
1: Okay. Okay. Um,
0: no, yeah, it's same shit, different week.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, you got
0: some big news, though, don't you? I do have some big news. Um, so everybody knows how how much I love the the place that I live. Um, like not at all. So we've been looking for another place a little closer to work because I, I work about an hour away from where I where I live, and we found an actual house to rent at a reasonable price in the Seattle area. It was kind of nice. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. So we get, we're getting uh, the kids are each going to have their own room, big old backyard fire pit um it's just a small little three-bedroom house
1: but it's awesome that's awesome you kind of uh well i, I you know i kind of like <laughs> spoiled alert a little bit because you told me earlier in the week what was going I did. on so I did. i've gotten to known for a while and then you told the guys uh, last so, night yeah I told the guys last
0: night when we were playing and and yeah it's it's exciting um it's gonna be a little expensive at first. They, you know, there are some concessions that you make, and in order to get out of this hellhole, we had to um, agree to to basically pay triple rent. You know, um, rent at the new place, rent at the old place, because it is the, now the thirtieth um, mm-hmm. of April. So rent at both places, and then of course the security deposit at the new place. So I mean, it's basically triple rent this month, the, this time. So that's gonna be rough. But yeah, other than that, I, other than that honestly, it's it, it's a great opportunity, it's a great thing and I'm happy for my family. You should be. You should be happy. You should be excited. You don't really sound I am. excited. Oh, sound, I'm just I, No, I am tired, but that's because work kicked my ass this week. Um I just I I didn't feel like I could I could get caught up all week cuz I missed
1: Friday. Last week because it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded. So, um, one week, just one week. Oh yeah. You did have some exciting things yeah. happen last week. Didn't you? Well, yeah, there's
0: been a week in between. So it's been two yeah. weeks since we recorded. Whatever. 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 Um, so, um, and then, so last Friday, my apartment building caught on fire. That's fun. Um, yeah. that was a rough time for you. Yeah. Um, so I missed, uh, no, I'm sorry. It was it happened Thursday evening. Um, I didn't go to work Friday. Uh, it, our apartment was fine. No smoke damage, no fire damage. It's, it is what it is. It's my next door neighbors, however, got affected. So that's how close it was. But it was an electrical fire. It's, it was up in a place and nobody started the fire. It was just something that happened. Um, so missed work that day, which, you know, uh, as much as I do when I miss a day, it, it I, I feel it and then monday my car my new car um not my old car my ex car uh <laughs> we broke up um
1: i think so actually it a, more, more like she
0: dumped you she did dump me she did she was uh she was pissed off about something and i uh, apparently i couldn't fix it uh she dumped a uh, a spark plug into the engine uh the person that owned it before me uh from what the mechanic told me, probably changed the spark plugs and just put some serious torque down on this uh, spark That's plug, true. and it broke off into the engine. And they said, you know, we can fix what's wrong with it right now because it also threw the spark plug. We can fix what's wrong with it now or and give you, at best, a 50-50 shot on whether or not you're going to have to replace the
1: engine anyway because we don't know what that piece of spark plug is doing to the engine. That's awful uh yeah that that why ladies and gentlemen you always go hand tight first in a three-quarter turn (laughs) exactly (laughs)
0: and that concludes our episode have a good one (laughs) Um,
1: but no it's uh so
0: i ended up having to pick up a payment and get a car um i like i like the car but you got something
1: you got it sounds seems like you got something that was uh worth the money and a little fun to drive it's definitely fun to drive it's It's another
0: six-speed manual and it's a little mazda three um it's a four-door so i mean if i had to i could get the kids in which i proved going down to see the house to look at the house last week um i bet they had fun in that oh they did but spencer's lanky so he uh he was a little cramped he wrote how does does that
1: work then does he sit behind sarah and then penny sits behind you no because uh penny's car seat is much bigger than spencer's booster seat
0: it has to go but the car seat has to go behind sarah oh that
1: sucks yeah it's like so a little tight a little cramped yeah a little
0: cramped but... you
1: being you being like 6'3 you probably had that thing all the way kicked back didn't you
0: Oh yeah, it's not very often I get into a like a car car, not like a truck or anything like that,
1: but a car, a sedan, and I don't have first thing I don't have to do is just jack the seat all the way back. I need to find that photo that you sent me of you in the Mazda Miata with your the head. Sticking oh, yeah. yeah, I need to find that and post it so people can see it. But but I, think I think I brought I could, it up once. I think I showed Chris, but I, I gotta show everybody. I have yeah, it. Do it. That's fucking I have right. it. It's, <laughs> it's
0: great. Um I, I and yeah, so um so I ended up having to pick up a payment. It's not a big, it's not a big payment, but uh, I did get a car that I I like. Um, it's definitely fun to drive. It gets great gas mileage, which is a huge, huge for me, um, and and a lot of people around the country right now. But um, and then we we've been looking for an apartment. And Then uh, earlier this week, Thursday, uh, we got well, Sarah got the call uh from the landlord asking us if we wanted to come look at the house and i was like well yeah so the her she packed up the kids grabbed spencer out of school early (laughs) (laughs) and uh and met me at work and we both drove down to look at the house and we looked at it and i mean like i said small house but huge backyard and it's a house it is our own little space it is you know, it, it's gonna be great. Uh, the kid, like I said, the kids need to get their own room, and yeah, we couldn't be more excited. We really couldn't. Uh, we're not. Nobody's excited to move. I got so much crap now. All right, it's uh, and oh well, I mean something. But uh, the funny I'm thing saying. is, is I have uh, a ton of crap, but I use like 98% of the crap that I have. Because well, it's all cooking shit. Well, yeah, that too this. i mean now now i don't have an excuse though i need to go i need to find the sausage stuffer for the kitchen aid hey what's up big boy
1: sausage stuffer <laughs> and, and, and grinder big boy uh, never mind yeah <laughs> i'm going to uh, decline that date night <laughs> it's a hard pass <laughs> that's hard a pass. hard no <laughs> so a uh, couple of
0: weeks have gone by uh, how has your couple of weeks gone um Please give us the uh, give us the the rundown rundown
1: on baby life. <clears throat> um, baby life is good, man. Uh, you know. Are you sleeping yet? No. Well, I mean, uh, we still have that thing set up where I'll sleep in a different room during the week because I was getting up at three something in the morning, um, which is actually <clears throat> coming to an end because uh, when you had your fire, I put my two week notice in. <laughs> <laughs> so i ended up i ended up putting my two-week notice in um i found a replacement job um I actually was uh talking to this place when we were on leave or when i went on leave when uh, madison came but um uh, yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel like it's going to work out. I think it's a good job. Um, it's working for a, a asphalt company, so I'll get a chance to weld and I'll get trained on some heavy machinery stuff and, um, you know, the pay is, uh, like a dollar more, but I don't, I don't really care because <clears throat> the best part about it, I am seven miles from my house.
0: Mm, and I don't nice.
1: know, I don't know how you pass that up. And they have all, you know, benefits, all that stuff, health insurance, all kinds of stuff. So it's going to be a good situation for me. Um, it's going to be hard work, uh, like a lot of labor work. So I'll be working like at the plant, not necessarily like on the road, but I'll be working at their plant, which is fine because um, your boy needs to lose some pounds. So every other time that I've ever done work like this, I've been able to drop weight quickly. So this will get my ass in shape and if not it'll kill me so well there's there's only one problem you know every other time you've done this you've been a little younger i'm only 33 i i understand that but in just in damn years Those are Dan years. I'm like 50, but anyway, (laughs) yeah, no, but I'm excited for that, man. And you know, the kudos, I I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, anybody that's listened to this stuff before they've heard that I've had, you know, issues and stuff like that with the company that I work for. And, um, I'm, uh, you know, we're leaving on a high note. I had a good, we had good conversations with my boss and the VP and everything, and we had open conversations and aired a lot of things out. And I think they, I think they listened. Um, and um, hopefully that, uh, you know, they. I hope that they carry that with them through the future, and I wish them all the best of luck. But I'm getting the fuck out, so not my problem anymore.
0: Yeah, I uh, I, I would like to um, put my two cents into this and <clears> say, ah, screw them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you I was trying you to like take that? the high road here, but okay.
0: No, that's that's why there's two of us. You when you go <laughs> high, i will go low. That's, when I go oh, high, you go low. There's fucking tabletop, and that's okay. It's like it's Friday Night Hockey. That's,
1: we'll just tabletop. That's, that's it. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: <sighs> well, no, go on I, and say and, say what you want I, to say.
0: No, that's what I said. Screw them. No, they treated you like crap. They and all of a sudden they want to they want to hear what you have to say after you know after the fact. You know when yeah. you were trying to say the say you were. You, now, I mean, what did I say when you t- when you said uh, the VP wanted to talk to you or something or or whatever? I was like, they they you already told them what they needed to do, and they and they to- gave you the
1: finger, patted you yeah. on the ass, and said bye. Yeah. S- essentially, yeah. And <laughs> it was funny because in the best part about that conversation and I got like this is where I got like uh, like the joy out of it where I knew that I was like I was done, nailing the coffin. Whatever they were trying to do to get me to come back, it wasn't going to work. I told the VP that I don't care if the CEO authorized to do a blank check to write my price. There's not enough money that's going to keep me around here. And he's like, really? I said, yeah. I said, are you going to offer me more money than what they're going to pay me? And I said, are you going to offer me anywhere close to what I wanted to get? And are you going to be seven miles from my house? And they're like, well, no. And I'm like, okay then. (laughs) Well, it's not just that you're getting a dollar more an hour. You're also getting all that gas money back, too. Fuck, I know. We broke it down. And even if they offered me like $23 an hour, I would, after like the bills and gas and everything, I think I would make the equivalent of like $18 an hour. So, yeah, I was Mm -hmm. making 20-something, but I think the equivalent of that was like $17.50 after the end of everything. I was spending, dude, I was spending like $300 a week on gas. Oh, god! a quarter of my paycheck was just going to gas alone almost yeah. half at times i know that feeling that's why i had to get the the smaller car yeah. when i was when i was driving our explorer
0: i mean that thing gets like negative three miles to the gallon i mean i i go through gas just parked yeah that, <laughs> are you sure you're being <laughs> siphoned <laughs> it's i mean no but it's got two hundred thirty thousand miles on this thing i mean it's it, it's and it's still running. I mean, it needs a little little oven, which we're going to give it to give it to the Explorer once we move. But I mean, when I was I was filling up two to three times a week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's where I'm at, depending on where it was at in the oil change.
1: <laughs> that was that, that mean, was a big part. Of- you and I were driving like almost equal miles. Honestly, I think mine yes. was about forty five and a half miles up. Mine's, and, uh, mine's forty forty there, forty back. Yeah. So, and then anywhere from forty-five minutes to an hour in the morning, and then anywhere from an hour, hour and a half to two hours to two and a half hours coming home. And I'm not, you know, yeah, I mean, but,
0: but you left <laughs> you left in the heart of, of rush hour. Me, I I go to work at five, and I'm
1: off by one thirty, so it doesn't. Yeah. It does. And, the and I leave at right. I leave at what four uh, o'clock in the morning and come home at you know leave work at three two thirty three o'clock yeah so whatever <laughs> it's not my problem anymore and it, it is what it is nope. so you got one one more week right <laughs> one more week yeah I actually uh, I had two vacation days left so uh, I told my boss I was going to take uh, Friday and Monday and he was like I I don't care he's like they're your days if you don't you're gonna lose them if you don't take them so oh they like, don't pay right. you out they don't pay out. No, oh, they don't pay out, and I have uh, <clears throat> I have like twenty hours of like sick bank, which is just sick time that they roll over, and you can use for like emergency medical reasons or whatever. I don't get paid out for that either. So, well, I'll use I lose mean, all kinds of time. Call in sick for Tuesday was. I, I, I gotta. It's got to be like a medical emergency, so I would have to provide them like a doctor's note for some reason. Oh okay. So I don't care, man. It's it's the last week. My boss is gone Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, comes back Thursday afternoon. We'll do exit interview Friday and I'm out. And then I yeah. start Monday. I start a new job Monday. Nice. yeah right, right, yeah. No break. This is my break, but you know, Thursday, Friday. But yeah, so it's been good. Hell yeah. Good. It's been good. good, um, I'm glad. Um Congrats to
0: you and the fam on on your your forward movement as well. That's and congrats awesome. to you, sir. So, um, you know, we don't we don't talk a whole lot about you know current events and and all that shit very often. I mean, we really don't. I mean, I think we've I think the <laughs> only current events we've ever really talked about is sports. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> so, is there an issue uh, with
1: that? Speaking of, no, no,
0: no not, at all. not at all. No, oh, no. Oh no, we can touch on the draft here uh, no, later no, on in the episode, no. but. That's not good um, no, no, we health. should talk about we should talk about how the Commodores are
1: are doing a draft. <laughs> the <Commodore>, um, <laughs> the Commanders. <laughs> oh, the Commanders. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> the Commodores. Commodores. I thought oh, were it a little wrong. bit more. No, that's not good for my mental health. So let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, and, and honestly, that wasn't just a dig
0: at, at Dan. It, it, that was just it was just a yes, pleasant segue, just a pleasant segue into yes, a dig right. at Dan. But we don't talk about uh, current events very often because a lot of stuff, you know, politics and, and religion and all that stuff. You and I just we, we've we've had this agreement. We're not going to talk about it on this on this podcast. Right. It's not what this, it's not what it's about. And right. honestly, those those are two things that can stay that, that affect more people's mental health than honestly just about anything else on the planet.
1: Yeah, and I um, think uh, but, I think Chris is the only one that gets a free pass to speak anything about religion, just because he's open minded about stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and you know, and both of us are open minded, but us being the hosts, there are certain lines yeah. that
0: we have to yeah. that we have to draw. Yeah. But there is something current event. Have you have you had a chance to take a peek at the Johnny Depp trial? Uh,
1: that's hearsay. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. Um, I'm not I'm not trying to like poke fun at it, but there are some moments that are quite hilarious. But yes, I have oh. actually. And that's uh like I think I said in the last episode, it's happening just a, a few counties up the road, which is yeah. kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that uh, yes I have. And I've I've been paying attention to a lot of it and I've been paying attention to the testimonies and you know, the cross examinations and stuff. And um it's funny that you bring that More up than because me. Well, yeah, well, well, I
0: mean, I've, I, I and I'm not going to lie. I, I mostly get all everything I know about the trial from headlines. Yeah, um, I don't I don't dive too deep into it. Um, I get enough reality TV uh, at home through my wife. So um, I don't. Uh, and that's not a knock on my wife. She, just watches, <laughs> she watches a lot just of reality TV. OK, them, yeah, yeah I, I realized after the fact what that sounded like. Um. But no, it, it's one thing that I've noticed is a consistent with this and correct me if I'm wrong, because you've, you've paid a little bit more attention than I have, but
1: this has a, uh, this has a lot to do with, with mental health, with men's mental health. I mean, really. Yeah. And, uh, honestly, um while you were talking, I was trying to find a, there was a quote that was with, um from uh, Johnny Depp's now ex-wife, Amber Heard, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it. But, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, the whole... I think everybody is pretty familiar with the Johnny Depp-Amber Heard situation where uh, essentially it came out where um, it was shown that he was, uh, you know, being abusive towards her, but it actually came out where it was the other way around, where she's been um, abusive towards him and um there was a i'm gonna paraphrase because i can't find i can't find the quote now and i don't know why it's being hidden because i've seen it all everywhere else maybe it's just google hiding this shit but um there was go ahead no i think it's it's probably that what you were gonna call bring up uh the the tell the world johnny yep yep you have it
0: um i have a little bit of it yeah um, so basically
1: so, go ahead and read what you got because I, so, I couldn't get a good quote so um this was
0: during uh johnny depp's time at the stand um i believe it was his lawyer that said uh what did you say in response when miss Heard said quote tell the world johnny tell them johnny depp i johnny depp a man i'm a victim too of domestic violence yeah. and he and from what I understand I remember I remember vividly this this response uh
1: this headline response that I saw and he said yes I am Yep. And if you if you ever see the video, if anybody takes the time to see the video of that and it pans over to her face on the stand or uh, sitting at her at her table or whatever, with her lawyer, you can see her face just go completely white because it hit the realization was like, holy shit, somebody's actually like he actually did it like he actually spoke up about it. People are actually listening to him. And then the follow up question to that was. Uh, what have you lost in the midst of her accusations? And he said something Hello? like, you there? Can you hear me, Brady? Uh, Brady might not hear well, you. Sure. you know, we might have some technical difficulties. Brady, can you not hear me? Brady. Dan. Brady, if you can hear me, I can't hear you. I can hear you. I can hear you. All right, hold on a second. We're gonna we're gonna take a little break here for a second. Hold on. Uh, sorry about that. A little technical difficulty there. One uh, either mine or Brady's uh, audio cut out. But um, where we're picking up is uh, the response of uh, the law- Johnny Depp's lawyer after reading that quote off, and it was basically, "What did you lose in the midst of uh, misheard accusations?" And he said something like. Um, nothing short but everything nothing short of everything or something like that mm-hmm. and you could just see the pain in his face you know and i i've not ever really dealt with uh anything like that but i know that you have
0: i have um
1: not an easy thing to,
0: to, to talk about, but it it does happen. I mean, I, as I as I brought up in the in the previous episode, you know, I have a six foot four, three hundred and fifteen pound man. Um big guy. And I was in a two and a half year abusive relationship. Um and you know, there there's a there's a lot that goes into these, these the, the it goes into it. Um I, I would I would love to say you know I realized all of a sudden or you know I was able to you know I realized and I got out and um, the the truth is you don't until you get out I mean that's that's kind of the case it's you know you start to get these little inklings of you know this is this is not a not a a positive aspect of my life and and you start to and and then the after, you know, going through all a, a lot of the, the neglect and abuse and, and all this stuff, you start to think, number one, you deserve it, Um, which was where I was uh, for a while there. And I, I believe I've, I've touched on this in previous episode. you know, for a while there, it was, you know, after my divorce from my ex-wife, which, as I've said before, destroyed me at the time. I'm happy now. but it destroyed me at the time and you know after my divorce with my wife i this was like the first real relationship i was in hold on hold on a
1: second your your mic keeps cutting in and out okay all right hold on try it now hello yeah all right go on okay so
0: um after the divorce, after the pain and all that stuff, this was the first what I thought was the first real relationship that I I had been in after my divorce, and uh, you know you, you it's not necessarily that I was so blind that I didn't see what was going on. I it was something that I felt that you know I was already a failed husband once. You know maybe this is all I deserve, and you know because be, because getting blindsided with a divorce and getting blindsided with with you know the the woman that you that you said i do to, and like i said thank god you know the divorce happened because i'm the happiest i've ever been in my life i don't want anybody out there to get it twisted um and that's probably one of the reasons i can talk about it now but um i did feel like that was all i deserved that was you know the the i was the Forgive me for the for the phrase, but I was that Section 8 boyfriend. I was the one that had to hide all my shit when the inspectors came by to, to make sure she was still living alone. Um, I was, you know, beyond that, I was, you know, I was the one that was blamed for her problems. You know, anytime something happened, it was my fault. Her relationship with her mom was my fault when it was, you know, beyond when I was around. Um, she's you know her anger her alcoholism um her medication that she took which you know is her business so i'm not going to put her on blast here with what she took but the way you know but what she took was serious enough to to raise my eyebrows in the beginning and, and kind of wonder um but you know and, and then i also you know and i discussed this with people after the fact that that had the same experience with the same medication and you know, they—they're like that. That medication can affect that. So, you know, there's there's a part of part of me that wonders, you know, is is it partly part of the partly the medication that is doing this to her? But at the same time, there was a there was a part of me that didn't care, um, because that was all I deserved. And and you know, and, and I, from the headlines that I've read about the Johnny Depp trial and all that stuff, you know, he's. He's Johnny Depp, dude. I mean, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's Captain Jack Sparrow. He's you yeah. know, uh, you know, Edward Scissorhands. He's you know, he's he's what you know, every like honestly, kind of a man wanted to be, really. Um, yeah. And then you know, and, and all this comes out, and I remember the 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 libel trial. I think uh, over in. England with the uh, magazine that called him a wife beater, and he lost that one uh, in in the UK. But um I watched a little bit of that one, and it was you know it was a lot of the same, but at the same time, it's you know he lost that one, and a lot of it, ha- and y- you can even go back and find headlines that say you know a lot of it, they feel like a lot of it had to do with the fact that you know people still have that archaic belief that men can't be abused. Men can't be, you know, and, and even physically boost. Like I said, I'm three hundred 300 pounds. Yeah. And yes, I, I I did get hit. Yeah. And you yes, know, it's... I, did get, I did get shit thrown at me and it did scare me. And I did. And you know what? I did, you know, go to sleep at night crying some days. You know, I did dread coming home from work some days. You know, it was, it wasn't, you know, the, there is, there is such a thing as, you know, people, pe- a lot of people don't understand. And and you know I'm glad they don't, but you start to accept what what you what's being done to you or not being done. You know, there's also the the neglect side of abuse, and um, you you start to expect it and feel like it it is normal, and you know you don't really realize to what degree you're willing to believe something is normal until you're in that situation. Because I can look at you right now, and if you were going through that thing, I'd be like, dude. What the hell? And I and I had friends. I lost friends during this period. I had friends that were
1: like, Brady, you need to stop. You need to go. You need to get out. And uh, the two things, you know, that the first uh, the first trial or whatever that Johnny Depp lost, I believe all that came about because she wrote there was an article that was written about him without actually mentioning his name and it was just her putting out things about what was happening to her but never actually said his name and people just kind of put two and two together I guess and went after him and then that's what this trial is about basically is about him suing her and basically going back on the counterattack and trying to you know set the record right and I think it's amazing to me that and – I, and I don't mean it the way that this is going to come out, so I hope nobody wrings my neck for this. But it's amazing to me that a female can just say uh, I was abused by a h- boyfriend, husband, whatever, and more so or not people believe that, especially like media or tabloids. But if you go and say that, it never happened, <laughs> Right. And to the, to you, to the part where you're believing stuff, you know, it comes to a, a point where when somebody tells you something enough times, you're going to start believing it, whether it's true or not, Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, whether it's negative or positive. But I think, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it just hits harder on the, when it's the negative aspect of it. And in reality, yeah. the only person who's telling you that is that person staring in front of you and you. So it it happens in between your shoulders, you know, in between your ears here. That's where that conversation happens. And then it's the other person who's telling you all that shit. And then it's, you start it's. you start believing like um, you start believing it before it even happens because you're just having a reaction to something at this point without anything ever even happening. So you're like, oh, shit, like she's going to be mad about that. But you didn't even do anything. in in reality you didn't do anything
0: yeah exactly and and, you know i I gotta tell you about this this one time in in my previous relationship you know i have i have i have female friends from high school i mean I, i haven't some of them i haven't seen in years but i mean they're still you know my friends and they still you know reach out periodically um i had a friend of mine that was going through a tough time their husband left them and ran off with some you know newer model and um And so I, you know, reaffirming, I was like, you know, you're, you're a wonderful woman. You're, you're smart. You're pretty. You're, you know, that kind of thing. Well, this was all over, um, Facebook messenger and my tablet was at the apartment. This was all while I was at work All this, you know, me reassuring her that, you know, it's not her, he's just a douchebag, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, she was sitting there watching this conversation. The entire time on my tablet and then she started apparently going through like this should have been like looking back i could be like holy crap i should have left then but um then she started going through like my past on facebook like years years when me and the ex-wife were dating like years and like trying to find shit yeah just trying to find shit nitpicking stuff oh why don't i remember you know why don't why don't you ever say things like that to me i'm like well first of all you're not my wife (laughs) but um regardless it was she got a hold of me she texted me and she asked me you know hey have you you know heard from anybody like me i'm like and uh, i This is how, this is one of those warning signals Um, in my brain. I was like, oh crap, you're going to get in trouble with lighter. Yeah. And I've, you know, I, my mom would tell you, I could spin a good yarn when I was a kid. I was, I I could always make up, make up stories, you know, some, some for good, some for evil, but I could always do it. Um, And just for reference, I have never once lied to my now wife. She knows everything, literally everything, good, bad, or indifferent. I have never withheld anything from her. I don't lie to her, or anything like that. My ex-wife, I didn't lie to her. Nothing. You know, it's I, 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 I was good at it when I was a kid, and I could manipulate people when I was a kid, and I'll be the first to admit that. And it's you know, it was a terrible thing that you know, it's, uh, not a terrible thing, but it was not a great thing that that I I used it for periodically throughout my younger years and you know that's something that karmically i think i've already paid for so uh please don't pass judgment but you know i told myself years and years and years ago that i wasn't going to be that person anymore and i wasn't going to make up these stories and i wasn't going to be lying and stuff like that to, to the people that i cared about and i followed through with that until her so mm-hmm. you have to understand something you would i i would have and i wasn't even doing anything wrong but yeah. i would rather lie to her than deal and with try to ad- get out of it. Deal with the then deal with the blowback, then deal with the aftermath. Like, I didn't want to get screamed at when I got home. I didn't want to get shit thrown at me when I got home. I didn't want to, you know, especially considering she had a daughter that I absolutely adored. Mm. And, um, who actually just turned 18,
1: I believe, this year, if I remember remember did How did the daughter react to all that? Um. Didn't really know any different, or she didn't i don't
0: she has she wasn't exactly raised in a, in a great environment um she's she turned out I mean from what I can tell I haven't heard from her seen her in years uh, but from she she was starting to go to go the way of, of being a really good kid and yeah, you know i hope I hope good. she ended up that way I really do and that was and, and that's another thing you know when there's kids involved oh good lord at least for me that was that was the re I, I think I realized a year a year and a half in that this wasn't that we or her and I were toxic. And and for the record, I've, I've said it before and I'll continue saying I was not innocent. I was not the 100%. And that's one of the things that I tell, that when I look at the Johnny Depp trial, I believe him. Absolutely. But I know he's not innocent in
1: this either. Right, right. Yeah, and, I mean,
0: yeah. I, I mean, that's easy that's, to,
1: I think that's an easy part to overlook is that, uh, I think people got to remember that no, he's not innocent. Like he was drinking, he was doing drugs, yeah, and you know, doing he said, pills doing Yeah, drugs. and he said some outlandish shit, you know, mm-hmm. but how much of yeah. that was in how much of it was him, and how much of that was a uh, direct correlation reaction to what was going on? Judging by what he said and stuff like that,
0: honestly, and and you know, I don't know about his past, but at least in this relationship, like from what everything because this relationship that he was that with Amber Heard that he was in, this has been become a very open public affair. Yeah, it has, and yeah. you know, there. I mean, I I'm sure there's plenty the public doesn't know that went on in their relationship, oh, in yeah. their marriage, but but at the same time, it has become a lot of it has become very public, and I I really don't believe that that he beat her. I don't all I i mean just judging by his reactions now he's a good actor i could be wrong i've been wrong about people before i just got done telling the story about how it abuse abusive relationship um so but i don't know i i just get this feeling
1: you know i get this feeling that i don't i don't think he abused her i really don't but you know the other thing too is that he's been very i think from well at least my opinion is that he's been very honest When somebody's asking him a question, he hasn't really tried to, he hasn't tried to, like, beat around the bush. He was, you know, he might make a joke or something, but it's just like, yeah, like, okay, like, that's what it says, you know.
0: And I feel like that's a big part of why I believe him, because, you know, when he he answers, you can get that air of honesty. Like,
1: he's just very, he's been matter of fact about it. Like, I'm going to answer your question, this is the answer. But see, you you brought up a good point, though, because it's he's an actor and he knows how to and a good one. I mean, a fantastic actor and he knows how to play the crowd and he knows how to play Mm -hmm. towards a juror. And he knows. But he's a professional actor. You are not a professional actor. So how did you how did you go about, you know, keeping that shit not necessarily hidden? But how did you go about just trying to live, you know, be Brady on a daily basis with something like that going on?
0: You know, honestly, it, you, you would be shocked at how easy it is. Uh, um, it would, I mean, and I'm, it sucks for me to say that. It really does because, you know, especially after you've gone through it, you, you, there's a period of time right after that I, I would start to wonder whenever I saw something that was a little off about a couple out in public or something like that. you pick up on huh? I'd pick up on it. But also, I think I was also reading what I wanted to read in some aspects like i like i never confronted anybody or anything like that i wasn't in a in any kind of mental position to be able to confront anybody about what they may or may not be doing to their their significant other um but there were periods of time in public and where i would see a couple or something like that and something would catch me and honestly looking back i could probably say i was i was i was looking for something and yeah. like, that was like i i manifested it and, and you know it's very after the fact, you're very sensitive to it, but you so know during PTSD, right? It is, uh, but during you know putting on, uh, as we've discussed in a previous episode, you know putting on that mask, I had a lot of practice with that when I was younger, much younger. Um, and honestly, it it was you'd be shocked at how really easy it is to to put, especially when you know what everybody's expecting to see, right? right it's really easy to get to to go into that mode of right. oh yeah no this is how they know brady like and that's why i could bounce around from you know this 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 uh, you know this type of person these type of people and stuff like that
1: because i could change my personality to match right and, and, you I, it, you and I got really good at it yeah and you just did what you had to do to basically survive the few hours or the day before reality sure. comes back and you know whether it's domestic violence you know abuse or you know, trauma or, or depression or whatever it is, uh, mm-hmm. you can, I, I assume, because again, I've never been in your position before, but, um, me being on the other aspect of that with, you know, battling with depression and stuff, I assume that it's probably just as easy to put a new, a mask on, um, as it would be for me. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to assume anything. Cause again, that's, that's a completely different, you know, uh, it's a category. different thing. It's I mean, a whole different thing, but I assume that people that get through it, they, you know, it's a little bit harder, but to just to flip you start the switch. To wonder, yeah, you start to wonder what's reality and what's not.
0: Mm-hmm. No, and that's true, and that's kind of what I was getting at with the, you know, the the post relationship. It was, you know, you you start to wonder where you know not only do you start to wonder how many people around you are be are in an abusive relationship which that don't don't ever do that to yourself that that will that will just that'll end it yeah honestly that, it's a terrible it's a that is a terrible place to be it truly is and I, I chuckle about it because i was there and it was terrible it was an awful place to be and i was luckily i was lucky enough to have people around me that, that knew that i knew you know, it was, you know, it, it was, this was stemming from me and my experience, my immediate, you know, past, my experiences. Um, And it's it's funny, but afterward, and this is way after, keep in mind, I maintained a relationship with this woman because I wanted to be still, I still wanted to maintain a relationship with, with her daughter. Um, her daughter was very important to me. And I like to think that, that I had helped her out. You know for the time that i was there i was the first person that her daughter ever called daddy or dad and keep in mind this this young lady was a was a preteen teenager when i was around um so it was you know it it was i can honestly say that that was a big part of why i stayed as long as i did and also that's you know a big part of i tried to maintain a relationship for a, a few months after after our relationship ended and um it didn't work and i'm glad it didn't because like i said i'm i am the happiest i've i can remember being so
1: i'm not complaining nor would i ever want to i just right right let me uh i'm gonna read you this uh little snippet from um social it's an article off of uh, socialsolutions.com uh, and the, he- the headline is 20 Alarming Domestic Violence Statistics. I'm just going to read this one paragraph, right? It says every year more than 10 million men and women in the U.S. are subjected to domestic violence. Its impact can be felt far and wide. More than one in three women, 35.6%, and more than one in four men, 285 in the U.S. will experience rape, physical violence, and or stalking by an intimate partner in their lifetime, and above that, it says, in almost 20% of all marriages and intimate per- partnerships, couples will somehow assault one another.
0: Okay. Well, okay so I, I have to point something out. 35-28%. Mm-hmm. One, right?
1: in, 1 in 3 women and more than 1 in 4 men. Yeah, so and they, their percentages
0: were 35
1: and 28, right? Uh, 35.6 for women, 28.5 for men. Now, I don't know if that's just, just... Let
0: me just say... You know, let me just say, though,
1: 7%
0: is not a large number. It's not. it between 93 and 100. It's not that big. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I mean, really, when you, I mean, people, because, and, and I'm glad that they, and I don't know what their reference is, and I don't know anything like that, but I do have to say that that, that number as it is, that's startling like people there are plenty of people out there and i know a few of them there are plenty and and a lot of them are men for the record you guys guys we need to stop pointing fingers and judging other guys for this shit but i know a lot of people out there that do not believe men can be abused in relationships and that that statistic alone there's the you know the difference between men that are abused and women
1: that are abused seven percent yep but that's also <laughs> who but also that's that might just be what's recorded you yeah. know so there was um this video that i saw i believe it was on tiktok and they were talking about they had a group of i think it was like a um like sexual uh, assault and domestic violence like survivors and mm-hmm. they had everybody in the room right and they were like hey who anybody that's been involved in this you know stand up i think like Everybody, but maybe two people stood up. Right. And they may have just been part of the event. I don't even know if they were, you know, so they stood up and then they asked a question like um, how many were, you know, marital or something like that. And, you know, some people sat down and then there was like how many were not and, you know, other people stood up. And then one of them was um, how many of you have witnessed i forgot what the question was and now i feel like an ask because i had it in my head and i can't remember but it was something along the lines of like how many of you when you told somebody uh believed you the first time and almost like 90 percent of the people sat down yeah so you're talking about like maybe like 10 people were still standing if that was the case where they actually believed them the first time they told them
0: Mm mm-hmm
1: And I mean and this is the reason why people don't talk about it though. They don't you don't bring it up. You don't you know, you as a man aren't going to, and that twenty and a half percent is small. Like I know out of ten million, that's not a big well, I guess I mean twenty and a half out of ten million is still a lot, but it's how many of those people how long did it take for them to say anything for one? How many times did they have to say something? How many times and how many people have yet to say shit? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Now, don't get me wrong. I've, you know, when it was, and forgive me for saying this, um, I, I don't believe you should, I don't believe you should just carte blanche believe everybody that comes around. I don't. There I are agree. some people that are looking for attention, stuff like that. Um, and and for those for those people, I I hope there's a special place in hell for you people because you know you you take the experiences and and the the abuse that that people have suffered that have gone through it and you're keeping it right um but but when it comes down to it really that is a very small percentage of people that are making it up so i i i I implore people to to maybe not dive head first and believe 100 percent, but let's let's err on the side of caution and, and and put some belief behind what people tell you
1: right don't don't necessarily you know do do the work, do the due diligence. Listen, hear it out. Listen, there's always two sides to every story, right? And we're not trying to whitewash domestic violence or anything like that. We're no. just, you know, because. And then here's the thing: though, is how many times you hear about, um, uh, I don't know, how many times you hear about a guy that gets accused for it, does prison time, and then it comes out where the girl was lying. You know, i.e., uh, Brian Banks, right? He did what, like ten years in prison and something like that, and then it Some came day, out yeah. that then he came out that she basically lied about it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then how much she, she's not going to, you know, I feel like if you, I feel like in that situation, if you lie about that and say you spend five years in prison and it comes out that you are, you know, you were innocent, you weren't, you know, nothing happened. She lied about it. That person who lied about it should not only have to do five years that you did, they should do five years multiple times two. So whatever you did in prison, they need to multiply that times two. Oh, that would be nice, but that's just not the way the law works. No, that's not how any of that shit worked, right? Because no. I mean, you know, it's oh, we made a mistake and it's done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's yeah, not done. Right. Like that's not how that shit well, works.
0: Well, no. The, well, we made a mistake. Here's a check. And
1: yeah, there gonna... you go. Here, here's a mistake. Um, we made a check. Here you go. So let me ask you this question then, since we're since we're still on that that topic of the percentages and and speaking sure. out, uh, how long did it take for you to say something? Oh shit. A year? <laughs> during or after? Um, during. During.
0: So uh, you went through the year. In order for year. me to be, uh, and that was only with my closest friends, in order for me to actually admit to it, like, with without there being some sort of premise to it, stuff like that. Like, I mean, it, it took, it took a few months after, I would say, for me to actually recognize what everything had gone on. I mean, I knew it'd go, it would go, and what, that, you know, it wasn't healthy, what was going on and stuff like that. But I didn't, I didn't think about me being, uh, in an, in an abusive relationship, so to speak in those words at all. I just thought it was just a, yeah, it was a bad relationship. And then a few months after, you know, the relationship was over. He, I started to realize that, you know, these, the, these things, cause I would be talking to my friends and they're, well, why did you leave? And, you know, and, well, you know, like, Tired her, calling me names and and you know screaming in my face and trying to get me to push her and hit her and and you know all this stuff. they like and you know it took it honestly. It, it almost took my friends to it, to to really say, Dude, Brady, you you sound a little battered there. <laughs> you sound um, you sound a little uh, you sound yeah. You sound like you were in an abuse relationship. That's basically it. Yeah, um, and that's and, a nice way of putting it. Yeah, and I, uh, so it was, but it takes time, and, and now, like, I couldn't imagine.
1: Like, did they believe you right off the bat? The first time you told somebody, did they believe you? You, you, know, you know, it's funny. Every one of my guy friends did. Was it because they could see it, or were they I, just I not around so. it yet? Well, I think they could. they could
0: see it just on me not like it was rare that we ever interacted with my friends because honestly they could see you to-
1: carrying that shit basically
0: yes yeah and you know it was really hard for me for my we didn't really hang out with my friends for the simple reason that that she didn't like them mm-hmm. i mean she didn't she didn't like my best my best man at my wedding to to sarah was you know was one of those friends that worked was kind of cut out for months and you know and that's that's something that i wish i'd never done but you know and even then you know when i would go and hang out with them or i'd go bowling or something like that it was always you know it always ended up in a fight some way
1: somehow it would end up in a fight with them or with her with her yeah was she okay so let me let me ask you this let me ask you this then. do was she a did she know what she was doing? Did she understand Honest, what she was doing? Honestly, I don't know. I really is don't. that why is that why she would get so combative about shit? Because she knew what she was doing was wrong, and she was afraid that you would say something.
0: I don't know. I can honestly tell you, I don't know whether or not she thought she because she, you know, I mean, for and now this is from what she told me, obviously, but from what she told me, I mean, this was this was a pretty common thing.
1: You know, that was just that was just who she
0: was. Oh, well let me rephrase that this isn't uh, by this was a common thing she always told me i was abusive like she would scream at me and yell at me and then when i would try to defend myself verbally i was the abuser um by the way that's i forgot to mention that part that but
1: didn't um, you say didn't you say something before that um Maybe you were just speaking in general terms, but you said something like you had the cops come one time and they pulled you away because oh, they yes. wanted to make sure they wanted to make sure that you weren't being hostile, even though yes. she was the one being hostile. A grand total of I want to say it was four, maybe Yikes. five Yikes. times the cops shut up the apartment. And um, did any of them leave you? Or did they just assume yeah. that you were just a dick? No,
0: they they always pulled me aside and they were like, We just need to make sure that her and her and the the child are okay. So they just assumed. they never asked me, they never asked me if I was okay. Um, like they pulled me out in the middle of December with no shoes, no shirt, just some pajama pants on. Um, pulled me outside so they could check on her and her and her daughter. Uh, and then and and no i can honestly tell you not once when the cops stopped by did they ever ask me if i was okay do you they just asked me is everything okay in there and i'm usually you know by then yeah everything's you know we got but and and the funny thing is is they would say oh you know we got a report of some a domestic disturbance and i'm like yeah well yeah we got it in an argument you know and i was always honest with them i always said you know it was about money, or it was about this, or it was about that. I was always, you know, I've, I've got two uncles that are co- that have that were cops. I have the utmost respect for for the police profession, um, and so I don't, you know, I always cooperate. And I think not
1: once did they ever give me the benefit of the doubt. I have a feeling. One I time mean, I got put it, in cuffs once. See, okay, so then I'm not gonna really feel bad asking this question or saying this statement. Then I feel that ba- I feel like sometimes. Uh, people just don't want to fucking deal with it. Like, no. as like a police department, you know, I don't think they want to deal with it because it's one, it's messy and you don't have any idea who's telling the truth. Right. Unless no. you have like a fucking gunshot wound. But even then you can't, you can't trust that you were not the aggressor. Right. And so let me, let me ask you this then today. You know, this is, we're, we're, what is it five years? Since yeah. the years, like, six years,
0: since, since that relationship,
1: six years, six years. Okay. So you were five you,
0: years. Five, oh no. So today for five, five
1: years, five, right. five and a half years. So we're, we're, we're five and a half years removed from that situation. Do you think in that time frame anything has changed? in the public's eye about how that shit is handled no that's pretty shitty <laughs>
0: no
1: i know even pre- with i was kind of hoping even with I the exposure- you'd answer differently
0: no i honestly truthfully even with the exposure to men's mental health has gotten and and stuff like that and honestly if you look outside of the people that are actually looking at it not a lot of people think about it not a lot of people know about it. I mean, I know most people are not getting the same feed that I am at t- on TikTok. You know, it's it's not one of those. But even with the exposure that men's mental health has gotten, and it has gotten more over the last few years, no, I don't think it's handled any differently than it was when you know I was cussed or I was pulled outside or you know whatever.
1: Um, to because it was believed they took one look at me and said, "Oh, here's the aggressive." All right, so let me ask you this then: If you had gotten into a situation to the point where you thought that you were going to cross the line, whether it was with her or to yourself, do you think at that moment then they would listen? You
0: know, I, I think you have you'll have to be a little bit more.
1: If clear, you got to clarification, okay, so it. in that in that situation, right? If it got to the point where you felt like you were going to harm her or you decided that you were going to harm yourself or end your life because of what was going on. Do you think in that moment, it would, they would come to a realization that you were not the aggressor?
0: I think, I think it would depend. I think you would get two different outcomes there. You know, if I was, if I was hurting myself or trying to kill myself, i believe i think they would believe me but if i were to go if i were to say i need to leave this place and the cops were to stop me on the way out the door and say hey what's going on and i look at them and said, if i don't leave i'm going to end up i'm going to end up kicking her ass um i think that i would have ended up in jail
1: because they would have believed that i had already done it did you ever in that in that during that relationship did you ever come to a time where you Wanted to end your life once, once it was once, and
0: um, I don't think I'm not entirely sure who knows this. There's only a couple of people,
1: um, <laughs> um, you don't have so to. That, I mean, dude, you don't have to bring no, it. no, this it was is just, honestly, I know no, that, was is a, was that was kind of a a blind period, side there was, question. I didn't, I didn't no, mean that is, it that way.
0: No, I know there was a period of time where she told me that she was pregnant, and um. And um, I was terrified to have a child with her. I was, and um, like to the point where I, you know, you could probably say that I neglected her her physical needs because there was there was a period of time where I just I couldn't perform Um, because my body wouldn't, (laughs) my head wouldn't let me. It was it was it was bad. It was real bad um but during that period of time uh, it, it 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 crossed my mind because I thought it would be easier than anything else because I was tired of the pain and I was tired of I was tired of feeling like a piece of shit because of my 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 because I was still carrying my my uh, divorce with me at that point and I I felt like a piece of shit then for that. And I, and I felt like a piece of shit because like I said, she always told me that I was the abuser and I believed her. Um, 100% I, you know, I, I, as soon as that, that line came out in an argument, you're the one, why are you abusing me? I, I, you know, everybody's going to know that you're an abuser, that kind of stuff. When that would, when something along those lines would come out in an argument, I would immediately, it would, it would cease on my end. All I could do was say, I'm sorry. Like I was, I was turned into some some mewling little runt that could not fend for himself, and all I could say is, "I'm sorry, please forgive me. I'm sorry, please forgive me. I'm sorry, please forgive me." And, and um, during the, during like the, my lowest point in that relationship, yes, I, I considered it. And, um, it was. And don't get me wrong; it wasn't a, a long, drawn out. I didn't plan it. I, I didn't. It came. I do. I remember vividly it coming across my mind, and which scared the crap out of me because I, as I said, I've I've tried, and I have failed, and I am glad that I've tried, or I'm, I'm glad that I've failed, and um, and I promised myself years before this that I would never let
1: myself get to that point. Yikes. <sighs> yeah, I don't, no, I don't even know. What, I don't even know what to say to that
0: like um no it was it, it, it it's it's not something that i have admitted much um but no it's 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 funny because like i i used to watch like for me I know a lot of people that read and a lot of people that watch TV and they, and they read and watch, you know, like the Discovery Channel or they read autobiographies and stuff like that. For me, uh, media such as books and TV, they're an escape. I, I do a lot of fiction. I like these stories. And one of the things that I used to be into is, was uh, procedural crime dramas, Law and Order, that kind of thing. Um, and it, it was funny because a lot of times during that period of time, you know, I would see some of these things and I would recognize these these characters <laughs> i recognize what's going on um you know and and you know one of the things is you know like i said i had uh, i had a period of time there where and i honestly was considered talking considering talking to a doctor um about my testosterone levels um because i because i couldn't when i tell you that i i couldn't i i wasn't able to perform i'm not kidding like that that's not it wasn't something that you know i just wasn't no i i couldn't do anything It was, I wasn't attracted, I guess, anymore. I don't know, but
1: like my body. When you're getting abused for a whole year in some change, I mean, you would think that your outlook on people would be skewed. Sure. You would lose Uh, a drive of some sort, right? Well, yeah. And, and I did lose that drive, but
0: I, you know, I, I, I was talking, I was going to go talk to a doctor. Uh, she was pushing me to go talk to a doctor, um, that kind of thing. And it's not, yeah. It's, wow. it's not an easy conversation to have. It's not an easy conversation, um, but I'm glad, you know, I'm, I'm glad we had it. I mean, I really am. It's, it's going to take me a few days. No, I'm gonna, it's going to take me a few hours to recover. Honestly. Sorry. Don't, lie after this. don't apologize. No, I'm glad I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to be, you know, I'm happy to be a voice and, you know, there's a lot of them out there. Um, you, me, we do this podcast for for one reason only, and that's to get it out there. And if yeah. I, I feel for me, and and it may be different for you, but I feel for me, if I can't talk about these things, it makes me somewhat of a hypocrite. Not yeah. not necessarily in like this the, the the traditional you know really heavily negative connotation hypocrite, but it, it does make me a hypocrite, definitely, definitionally.
1: Yeah, but you also got you also got to understand is that we uh, put pressure on ourselves to talk about this shit because that's the whole premise of this podcast is to talk about that stuff. So if we're not going to be open and talk about it, then like you said, yeah, we're going to come off as like hypocrites. But in reality, we're just normal people. We're just we putting that we <laughs> put that expectation we put that expectation on ourselves to open up because we feel like it's needed like it, it needs to happen it even if we're needed. not ready to it's kind of being we're kind of forcing ourselves to and you know and it, it sucks with sometimes some things, yeah with some you know, things, it gets yeah. hard sometimes after these episodes oh it
0: does no it does i i'm i'm usually i'm usually spent for for at least a couple hours after these episodes and you know some of them more than others i mean some of them i rebound just fine because you know we we but you know, the the free form that we have on this podcast is, you know, I think suits us best. Yeah. Um, but I do want to point out, you know, back uh, let's uh, circle back to to what what we mentioned in the beginning, you know, Johnny Depp is a superstar, millionaire, all that wonderful stuff. And even this can happen to him. Yep. yep. I mean, and imagine, yeah. I mean that's that's the whole thing, like there's the and we've preached this before that that you know these people they're still people and people and human he, human beings need to recognize other human beings have the same problems no matter what what you know financial class they might be in um so yeah honestly there's got to be a isn't there a a, a a domestic violence awareness
1: month yeah there is got um... Let me look it it's up. Um, yeah, look it up. Look because it up. honestly, uh, up. yeah,
0: I thought about it. I thought I thought about it during the during this whole conversation. Thanks. Um, that you know, it's if I remember correctly, it's not a it's not a women's domestic violence, not a men's domestic violence. It's a domestic violence month. I think we should probably try to plan
1: something for that. It's in October, so we have plenty of time. We of course we, we have can. plenty we can of time. Yeah. Um, um, and just for those of you that are curious, the color for that is. Purple.
0: Oh, one of my favorite colors.
1: Purple. So yeah, we we'll, we can we should do something. I think that's a I think that's a good idea. We should try to raise awareness somehow. We should try to do something. And um, you know, I wanna I wanted. to you know what's really fucked up is that if you go on TikTok and you type in Ben's uh, domestic violence or domestic violence or some shit like that, right? There'll actually be hashtags directing you to Ben talking about being abused, sexually abused, oh, I didn't by, know that. you know, domestic abuse, you know, like they'll pull up the popular uh, videos or whatever. They'll do it based on like hashtags and stuff. The sad thing is, is that there's actually hashtags out there. Like there are, are hashtags floating around on the Internet, pulling you towards uh, a man's uh, violent situation that they've been in. And it's upsetting that people like you and right, everybody else go that. through that shit, man. Yeah, if you just uh, you know you can search that shit on, you can search it up on TikTok. You know, if you just type in men's mental health on TikTok in the discovery thing, it's some wild well, shit. That, that part up. I've
0: done, and there, and I have seen some videos. Like honestly, and they're few and far between, but um, I have seen some videos that of of men talking about, it, and honestly, like women, you know, taking. Uh, the sounds of the recordings of men talking about being in in an abusive relationship and you know stuff like that i i'm just glad honestly i'm glad that it's getting the exposure that it has over the last few
1: years and speaking of sounds i posted a uh in the middle of our last episode um that the sound bite from that was from that tiktok video that went quote-unquote viral i guess you could say and i had a lot of people asking me To post a video, and I didn't really want to post a video. Not only I just I kind of just didn't really want to uh, put my face anywhere else than where it's already been. So, because there's a lot of people out there that don't have any idea that I still that you know I I battled through stuff and struggled through stuff, right? And I'm just I'm not really. I don't have the energy, I guess, to go down that road with a thousand different fucking people. So I just put the audio out there and let people hear it. So some people may not know that and some people may know that. But um, one of the things that one of the reasons why I brought that up was, you know, when we do this time and time again, we have people that reach out to us and they want to talk to us about stuff. Right. And we're always willing to talk about things if it's something that's, you know, it's like serious we're gonna immediately you know suggest that you contact like a medical health you know person somebody in that field medical because, or mental one of the yeah people. like we're not we're not you know we're friends like we can talk to you like a friend like that's about it I'm not gonna give you medical advice I'm not gonna give you stuff like that but there was a, uh, a gentleman that we you know we talk back and forth uh, through TikTok and check in on each other every now and then he's a good dude right he, he's just going through some stuff and um, he had a. Um, Lapse in judgment, or you know, whatever you want. He had a weak moment in, in during the during his weekend, and he uh, was struggling, and he you know was on the verge of not wanting to be here anymore. So we were talking, and you know we 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 hashed it out, or you know he hashed it out, and we talked and stuff. And he asked me like, well, he's like, I don't even understand why you even care. And I'm like, you know, and I don't. He's like, you don't know me. I'm like, here, right, I don't know you, but it doesn't cost anything to be human. Yeah, It doesn't cost anything just to be human to another human. And if we were just, if we were like that more in the world, we wouldn't have to deal with some shit like this. It doesn't, it's not hard just to be a caring human being. A lot of people just choose not to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, you you look at it as, as like a, a volume dial or a temperature dial. You know, it, 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 we're not telling everybody to be saints, but we will tell you, yeah, you know, be, be human. you know bump that dial up a couple of notches of the humanity all right i've been and and i you know and i fall you know with me uh, the worst time i am is you know in traffic i'm a little less human but uh (laughs) (laughs) but no i mean in all seriousness and dan i i think that's i think that's a great uh little phrase there that you know we let's be it doesn't cost anything to be human let's bump up let's bump up a little bit of humanity in this in in society that's that's our problem there's no humanity it's all done behind screens i mean here we are we're we're doing a a, uh podcast for people that you know just listen, listen to podcasts and want to know about mental mental health and stuff like that but at the same time you know it's there is there's less humanity now with technology than there used to be yeah and not to be that crotchety old man (laughs) i feel uh, because honestly i love the technology i love all this stuff i truly do i mean i play video games we do podcasts i i do most the vast majority of my work is done over the internet like at work i mean i love the technology but there has to be a happy medium there has yeah. to be, you know, there has to be a happy medium between tech and humanity. And, you know, we, we, we're we still, you know, technology is still young. This tech kind of technology, it is, it, I'm older than most of this technology. And, you know, so in the grand scheme of things, this technology has not been around for very long. So we're still trying to feel out, you know, where, where its place is in our society. And right now it's everywhere. And I feel like that maybe, maybe, you know, take the time to, you know, even use the technology like you do with, with the guy, you know, talk, type, type out a conversation with somebody. It doesn't matter. But remember there's a, there's another human being on the other side of those words. Let's be, let's be a little bit more human for people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we're, I think we're like a total of an hour in, if I'm going to count the first like 15 minutes where we had our, had to take a take a little technical break do you <laughs> want it do you want to take a break and try to kind of like move on or would you rather kind of just put the put the the final touches on this one and kind of wrap it I up to where it's the at final
0: touches on it, uh, on, so let
1: me on okay one yeah okay so let me go ahead and ask you this then sure. as we as we wrap up right um what is one thing that you would say to somebody who's going through a situation that you went through if you can recognize it, get help to get out of it. I
0: mean, because you can't, you won't be able to do it alone. You, I didn't. I couldn't. I I finally had friends. And yeah, you know, I I made the I made the decision by myself. But you know, I still had friends around that I never got to see that that made me realize that. You know, there's something going on and it, it, you know, slowly and sure, slowly, but surely I got stronger. And if that's what you need to do, if you need to just get stronger to get out, then I, I wish you Godspeed in, in, in getting stronger. But more than anything else, I can tell you
1: is if you think there's something wrong, there's something wrong. So what would you say to somebody who who is struggling to get out? Somebody who can't get out. Somebody who now not necessarily refuses to leave, but just can't, doesn't have the strength to walk away. Keep working.
0: I mean, it's, it's I don't want anybody to think that, uh, you know, I'm saying, oh, it's okay for you to be abused if you're not strong enough to leave. But you're not going to be, you will not be able to stay gone if you are not strong enough to stay gone. It's not possible. It sucks, and people don't seem to understand that, you know, <laughs> sorry, I'm about to get out of damn soapbox, but people don't seem to understand. They're like, oh, well, why didn't you leave earlier? Because you can't. We're not strong enough. We don't know how. We don't know what we're doing. All we know is what is being done to us, and we think it's okay. It's not anybody out there that is going through what i'm going through it's not okay for how you're being treated male female it doesn't matter if you're not being treated the way you should the the way you feel you should be treated it's not okay somebody puts their hands on you it's not okay somebody calls you anything less than a human being it's not okay if somebody isn't building you up And they're breaking you down. It is not okay.
1: Take a deep breath. (laughs) (laughs) Take a deep breath. Take a couple breaths. It it, it
0: upsets me because, you know, I had that macho mentality, too, before this relationship. I did. I can't. Guys my size can't be abused. I've, I've said it. I have. I'm not. Proud of it, but I've said it. It's not okay. And let me tell you something. It it doesn't hit, it doesn't hurt a man more than it hurts a woman. It hurts a man differently than it hurts a woman when they're abused. Because we are pre programmed, we are designed to be the protector. We are designed to be that full frontal force that 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 as men we are I mean seriously that's that's how that's our mentality and then when you break us down and and break us down to to the core
1: of who we are that is who we are we want to protect we want to provide we need a purpose it's the person that um you are forever willing to remove your armor for at the end of the day exactly exactly and when you get beat and beat and beat and beat you don't have the strength to put the armor on anymore no
0: so sorry i i'm off my soapbox what the the one thing i can tell you the, the one thing i can tell you is if you're not ready you will not be gone for long
1: don't be but afraid I, I, to say anything either. Cause I know a lot of people are, are afraid to say something because they're afraid of what would happen to them. And I think that's also a big part of it is that they're just afraid that if they say something, it's just going to make shit worse. And it's like, well, if I don't say, say anything or, you know, if I just did this and I just did that, then we wouldn't have been into that situation. And you know, he's right. I should be better at this or she's oh, right. Yeah. I should be better at that. And, mm-hmm. but I mean, who, who, who are you trying to convince you trying to convince me or you trying to convince yourself? Yes,
0: I mean that's 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 it. I mean you, yeah. you you try to convince yourself that it's okay.
1: You try, and to, then convince you try to convince everybody else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and and it's a lot easier to convince other people that it's okay. Yeah, and and it's in reality. Yourself. And in reality, if you looked at the mirror, and the mirror would be a uh, copycat of you, the person in the mirror would come out and slap the living shit out of you for being so goddamn dumb. But and I mean that Absolutely. in the nicest way possible. I mean that in the nicest way possible. I'm not I'm not saying that anybody who doesn't leave That's, is being dumb. Yeah. That shit's hard, man. You know, oh, I've never yeah. I've never been in that situation, but I've had my fair share of shitty relationships. But I've been, I think, uh, I think I got blessed with the uh gene of not giving a fuck sometimes so it was easier for me to just tell people to fuck off and not give two cents you know not give two shits about them afterwards you're gonna be a dick all right fine you know what i don't even like you that much like this is not working bye (laughs) you know like if you're gonna be a dick then i'm gonna be a dick bye see ya you know and but i mean it's not like that for everybody you know i went through my shit with my dad and that's different and i've been through relationships where it's been like that not as not to an extent that you went through and I mean that shit's rough, but you know, you get you get tidbits of that, and you kinda even if somebody's seeing it just a little bit, whether it's um verbally or emotionally, I mean emotionally is a big thing too, and you know, even in uh, if it's physical, you know, and not necessarily to the point where you're putting hands on one another, but there's other ways you can abuse somebody physically without actually like putting your hands on so you could just not be physical with somebody and and just threaten shit right Mm -hmm. but you know you i don't know it's kind of like you said you you start to work on yourself a little bit more and you start building yourself up a little bit more you start strengthening yourself a little bit more so that when you can be strong enough to put the armor back on you put the armor back on it and you walk the fuck out
0: and let me tell you and for anybody out there experienced it, like even even have an inkling that you or somebody you love might be experiencing this uh, watch watch when they get out of it because i'm i'm telling you right now like as somebody that went through it, I still don't quite understand how I got out of it. Really. Because you, you kind of, it's, it's like, you know, it's like you, you hear, you know, these horror stories of these parents that call their kids fat or, you know, the spouses that call their, their other half fat. And, you know, oh, dude. I've heard horror stories of people locking fridges and shit. It's a lot like that where you're squirreling away the food. It's a lot like that in in the, in the that you're squirreling away who you are, and you're slowly building that. You're you're slowly remembering. You're slowly saying, you know, you you've got this little part over here that you know it's yours, and you remember that part of you. That you remember that aspect of you. And then, you know, as you remember a little bit more, that gets bigger and that gets bigger and bigger. And all of a sudden, you've you've realized that you are the still the person that you know your, yourself to be. It's just this person doesn't value themselves or you. But you've had to do all this in the background, quietly, privately, in secret. You've had to get stronger. You've had to build yourself back up from basically scratch. It is a wild transformation when you actually go through it, when you actually see it.
1: It goes to say... For somebody that can build themselves back up while dealing with some shit like that, you've got to be one of the strongest fucking human beings in the world to be able to do that. So if you've if you if you've been able to accomplish something like that for somebody, you know, whether you're out of it or you're going through it now, if you're finding ways to get back to you while going through it, man, you're you going to be able to fucking accomplish anything in life. You'll be able to fight yeah. anything in life, you know? And it's just getting there. It's just getting there. <sighs> you good? You're I'm right?
0: good. I, you know, I just, it's, it's not really a struggle anymore. Um, as far as like how it be, how it felt during that time, it is sometimes still a struggle to, to really put it in words. Um, uh, yeah. so that if I didn't make any sense at some point during this, it's, <laughs> just know that what you heard is actually what, how it was in my head too. So yep. um, <laughs> hey, it we are the masters of rambling. Oh, I'm telling you. And, um, <laughs> but it's just, you know, men, especially anybody, any men out there listening to this, you know, there's, if you, if you do find yourself in, in, uh, in that situation, there are resources for you. You know, you can call the suicide prevention hotline, police. Um you can always call it. And just so you know, the domestic violence hotline is not just for women. It's I mean, I I'm guilty of, of that's the that's the first place my head goes when I see those infomercials or something pop up on on you know online. The domestic violence hotline which we should which we'll tag uh or when we post this but yes um but the domestic violence hotline the suicide awareness hotline um, <laughs> my my Facebook <laughs> Go ahead, shoot me a message. You need—I you, yeah. mean, you, you just need to talk. I'm here. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've—I've gone through some things that it can be tough to talk to talk, but I don't have to talk. You know, there's there's one thing I saw the other day. You know, let's let's all remember one thing: uh, before you open your mouth when somebody brings something up to you to talk to you about something, let's let's clarify what we want. Do we want somebody to listen, or do we want somebody to solve our problems? You know that that would that would go a long way in these conversations and so you know if you just need somebody to listen to shoot me a message say hey you know i got stuff going on do you mind if i just if i just vent or hey i could give some advice i mean no guarantees i mean if it's if it's beyond you know if it's medical or psychological i'm probably going to tell you to go seek professional help not because i think you're crazy but because that's just the right thing to do but if you just need somebody to talk to, you need to sit, You need somebody to bounce something off of, or, or whatever. I'm here. I know Dan's here. Yeah, you course. know, that's you know, reach out. Um, but I, 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 really liked this episode. I really think that, that we did. Yeah, but yeah, I do yeah. think this is a, is a, it's a pretty good time to start wrapping things up. And,
1: yeah.
0: um, I would just, I would just like to say, uh, go Commodores,
1: and um, Commanders. Oh, Commanders, Commanders. I'm sorry. That's no, You're doing not this right. shit on purpose. I am. <laughs> All right. One more question for you, Brady. One more question. Okay. All right. All right. Um, top three things that you're looking forward to in one sentence or less in the near future. It could be anything. It could be later this you afternoon. Know, I it could be a wait. sandwich that you were waiting to eat. Um, well, I still have a three-year-old that
0: uh, every time, because we live in such a small apartment, every time the shower goes on, she's getting it. <laughs> um there's no there's no ifs and a lot i i can't count how many times because we have an opaque shower curtain um i can't count how many times i've been taking a shower and all of a sudden the shower curtain rips open and she hops, she's already negative jaybird she hops in <laughs> she get. i'm getting in oh drunk. okay, okay. Um, um so but uh looking forward to taking a shower myself huh? and I'm also looking forward to signing the lease and getting into this house this rental yeah. house and finally what I what I can't wait for I cannot wait to have a barbecue yeah there we go cannot wait to have a barbecue with, yeah. with some people well, I'm, uh, moving about, like said, I'm moving about like I said I'm moving about oh man I I'm, I I like I said I'm moving about an hour and a half south of where I'm at now and I don't know anybody there. Sarah Sarah and I were talking about it yesterday. We don't know anybody in this area at all. We're excited. We can't wait. We're hoping we're to meet some good just, neighbors. We're open to get get a good barbecue going on. I want to set up the barbecue like at the at the bottom of our driveway see, with that's hot what dogs I was say. and hamburgers. And that's what I was going to say. There shopping. you go.
1: You get a cooler, and you just put adult drinks, kids' drinks, and you get like two yeah. grills, and you just make a bunch of hot dogs, some sausages, some burgers, yeah. and you just have everybody just come out. play some music, that's, have everybody just come out and be like, who, who is this guy? Oh, shit. He got food. Hey, we need to go say hi to him. Yes yeah absolutely. absolutely i'm all down for the for ideas i like uh, see i love those kind of things so
0: but yeah and and if i do that honestly i might record part of it i might sit uh, i do might it. actually sit
1: there, sit that'd there be, hey that'd be a good stuff. video that'd be a good little video TikTok video well uh,
0: yeah moving into a new area where we don't know anybody you know you know how you get to know somebody like this but you yep. know more than anything more than anything else i'm i'm excited to get to this house and actually have a space for me and my family it's not our space yet you know, it's not, we're not purchasing a house yet, but it's still going to, we're still going to treat it as our space and we're still going to, it's going to be good.
1: It's going to be really good. We're going to get some pictures up on the wall. Uh, we're going to, yeah, no, We're. Gonna, it's going to be great. All right. Last question. Last question. 10 words or less. 10 words or less.
0: 10 words or less. You know how ten, hard that is for you? Or,
1: yeah. 10 words or less. <laughs> it's a challenge for you. All right. 10 words or less. If you were sitting down if you were sitting down face to face with somebody going through the same thing that you just went through in 10 words or less what would you tell them to do to help better themselves to help keep their spirit up what would you tell them to do what was you, what would your be what would your advice be 10 words or less Don't forget who you are and don't change for anyone Nicely done I had a feeling it would be something like that. Don't forget feeling. who you are. And don't change for anyone. Hey, we haven't used this uh, tagline in a while, but, uh, you know, it's okay to not be okay. And uh, iron sharpens iron, man sharpens man. It's been a while since we've said that. I feel kind of bad that we haven't said that in a while, but I felt this is definitely uh, a resurrection needed for this episode with that with that tagline. Absolutely. Absolutely. So,
0: so I I, uh, I appreciate, you know, it, 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 I I kind of like honestly I kind of like this every couple of weeks thing especially with your your little baby and you know if yeah. there's stuff going on and stuff like that so um, I may have to have take a week or two off depending on whether when I can get the internet connected at the new house because uh, I'm going to try not to pay double bills this month yeah
1: that'd um, be, that's fine
0: on top of on top of double uh <laughs> on top of double, double rent, everything or triple rent yeah um but um, I like this every two weeks format I think it's you know it works every week every every week putting an hour and a half in can be number one it can take its mental toll on me yeah I can't lie and number two you know we, we have we seem to have a lot more to talk about you know, you didn't get a whole lot in this episode, though. So next episode. I mean, this have. was kind of like you're gonna be we, my bitch. Listen, we, oh, <laughs> fuck me.
1: So this was but this was like this was a good pickup of where we left off last week. And I think is. that was, was kind of because we talked about that and we brought up that we may do that this week. And it kind of just manifested into that. You know, we talked about it before pre-show, but I mean, we just kind of manifested into that. So, you know, True. that's all right. And uh it, um. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get this out um, either tonight or tomorrow. But it's uh, our good buddy Chris's uh, daughter's one year. She's turning one. <laughs> I think she turned one last week or whatever, or during the middle of the week. So it's her birthday tomorrow. So we're going over there to to hang out and, oh, that's awesome. and everything. So Chris, when you when you uh, hear this, it might be late, but uh, you know, happy birthday to your dear to your little girl.
0: Happy so, birthday, little one. Happy one birthday. year old. Oh, we gotta we
1: gotta have a. Uh... We're gonna have him on here
0: in the next couple of months.
1: I asked him. I asked him. He said he he's down. So we just we'll get him on here in a couple days or the next couple or whatever. Absolutely, bro. Uh, Let's wait until I get fully moved in and then we'll we'll bring him on. Well, you know what that you know what the time is, Brady. This is uh, your your time uh, to shine. Your time time to shine, big guy. It seems like a pretty good time to wrap things up. Yes, it is. Uh, Once again, thanks for
0: joining us on another episode of Men in Your Life, Unapologetically
1: Human. Um, I'm Brady. I'm Dan. And uh, like we try to resurrect today, man sharpens man, iron sharpens iron. And it is okay to not be okay. Have a great weekend, everybody. Have a good weekend, everybody.